Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, South Stand chum, bearded legend, and slightly hungover, Mr. Paul Levy. Don't drink, kids. Stay sober. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 41 of the Orient Outlook podcast. Thanks again for joining us this week. And as always, start with an update on social media. We're now, as I looked a moment ago, we're about 1,630. So it's growing You know, all the time. Every week it's growing. So there are still fans out there or people with a passing interest. So at Orient Outlook is our Twitter address or handle. Um, so um, get people to follow. Um, and also for... You know, uh, involving retweets and conversations and stuff. Um, always include us um, if you are looking for that as well. We're on Instagram as well, Orient underscore Outlook underscore Podcast, and also um, if you're not on social media, we are Orient Outlook at Outlook dot com. Please feel free to get in touch with us. Yep. Yeah, so it's been a hell of a week. Uh, we. <clears throat> Uh, ended up getting to number 85 in the iTunes Amateur Sports Chart, which Amazing. is quite an achievement, so happy with that. We had listeners this week in USA, France, Turkey, Spain, Korea, Thailand, Norway, Switzerland and Australia. And some of the reviews we had for episode 40 that we really appreciate and that's why we read them. Uh, firstly from El Coado, who said, Another excellent show was a good listen after a week where we actually won a game, which wasn't usually the case last season. Uh, followed by at Vince Howard 73 who said good listens guys uh, regarding Cox I wonder if he will move wide and Mac enough central when he returns or if he returns yeah that's, uh, a, good, that's a good point absolutely I guess time will tell on that it? one yeah Tom P 1984 says good show this week well structured working your way through the week always going to be positive after a win hope for more yeah we do try to have some structure to it rather than just making it a general blab about whatever's gone on so at least people that aren't able to get to the ground or aren't always on their computers or whatever get to know what's gone on yep at David Sears Free says another superb mm. podcast agree about Coxie behind the front two but he got an assist from there so work the treat yep agree true um, at Janine Edelman says you're about you're right about the goal goals in front of Tommy Johnson's south stand I'm counting this season and predict over 70% score there yeah we'll see. that'd be awesome that would be if they are that's south standards yeah we'd love yeah. that at Ben LOFC said super podcast Great start to the season and loved watching the lads celebrating. Times two shots for you boys if we win at Daggers. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, Info Newport said, Great to see your standards are kept up from last season. Excellent pod as usual, concise and no useless trivia. Hashtag hamper man. The hamper man. So um, he is David, uh, I think it's David Boone, isn't it? Yep. And he last season was sending hampers to the, to the players of local produce from the Isle of Wight, I think. Yeah, that was. was cool. At Chris underscore Holmes 24. Said another great podcast. The feel good fact that is back at Orient and long last. Just got my tickets for Dagenham away. Can't wait. Absolutely. Joe Watt at Joe Watts Nine. Great podcast again. Guys, good listeners always. Same again next week. Yep. Uh, at The Authentic Gaz. Said great podcast, lads. Uh, top point about the club shop. We had a few kind of people agree with us on mm. that. Uh, I went in to spend money and got beaten back by the heat. They lost the sale. Mm. Hopefully, I'll be sorted out by Tuesday. I guess. Yeah, it probably won't be as hot. Yeah. At Dear Stu, fantastic upbeat podcast chaps. Long mate, continue. Bring on the daggers. Hashtag SUFTO. Yeah, at Kishowing, said yet another good podcast, lads. I don't live abroad, but up near John O'Groats is far enough away to make going to matches difficult, but we still get down for a few a year. Your podcast and Dave Victor, an Orient player, are real lifelines. 
keep up the good work. That's, up why, the O's. that's why we do it. Absolutely. This is, that on. is really why we do it. That sums up why we do this. So, at John Macker 1977 great podcasters ever. Fellas, keep up. Keep it up. Hashtag rise up too. <laughs> yeah, at Euro Orient. says, great episode, guys. Reckon Myanmar was Liverani. <laughs> now coaching at his level, but I'll take the France listens. Yeah, yeah cool. Look, look forward to seeing you soon, Nick. Um, at Leighton James 2, another easy listen, guys. Nice to see Pritchard getting some support after last season, even if he does look like Will Smith. Yeah, good point. Uh, and at Kevin Carlin, who said, excellent podcast again. Keep up the good work. Greatest thing for me at the start is togetherness and team spirit that Ian Hendon has rebuilt. Yeah, I agree. Great point. Yeah, great point. So as we mentioned earlier, or I mentioned earlier, the uh, one of the ways you can contact us is by email. So Tom Mann has got in touch with us and he says, well done on your podcast, lads. Enjoyed them and all... Uh, enjoyed them all and keeps keeps us all informed. Looking forward to a much better season this season. Been supporting the O since 1958. Wowza. 1958. Always drop in at Brisbane Road on family trips home over the years. Good luck for the season and up the O's. And uh, he resides in New Zealand, so... Amazing. Wow. It's amazing what a podcast can do. How far it reaches. Absolutely. And round of applause. 1958. Yeah. That's, that's some punishment glutton for punishment uh, <laughs> also an email from the hamper man David Boone who emailed us uh, after Saturday I believe saying hi guys just a quick observation from Saturday I was upstairs in the restaurant when the boss man came in with his entourage he had on his O shirt and he smiled at me so I thought okay he looks happy so I got up and offered a good luck and my hand which he took and then proceeded to go around the table and the entourage smiled and did the same this is the first time I've been up in the gods and the others there were amazed at the time as all of last season he walked straight past um, and then we saw him walk out on the pitch and we were gobsmacked. It's just to re- reiterate what you said. He knows he screwed up and we should do what he's done. Wipe our faces and move on up the O's. Yeah, absolutely. So good point. He does seem more kind of approachable, more, you know. He's done good. He's done good. He's yeah. realised it. it takes a big man, as Dave Victor said yesterday, it takes a big man to realise you've made a mistake and to actually do something about it. You know, he's not going to come out and apologise, but, you know, that's not necessary. But he realises his errors of his ways and, and, he's, and he's fixed, he's making good on that now. So, I hope yeah, so. Cool. I mean, it's easy to smile at this point in the season, two yeah. wins. Yeah, you know, let's but not get carried away. Absolutely. So, the week that was, so Monday, 10th of August, Jay Simpson spoke to George Sessions. And said, it's nice to start off the new season with a win. To get three points, it sets, up, it sets us up well. Confidence will be high now and we'll be looking forward to the game on Tuesday against MK Dons and putting the work in again on Saturday at Dagenham. Uh, I know last year was very disappointing. There were a few cracks and I know the fans were disappointed. But hopefully this year we can have a good season and get back up. Yeah. Um, met George on Saturday as well. Really, you know, really knows his stuff. Really good guy. Um, so it's nice to meet him as well. And then Monday evening, news broke that Arthur, Arthur Janata is on standby for the under-16 England squad. Um, he will feature in an under-16 training camp at England St. George's base. He's also on standby for the fixtures against the United States. There are two, uh, there are two fixtures, I don't know why, but against... The United States, I don't know why they're playing them twice. So, one's due to take place on the 14th, which was last week, and one's due to take place tomorrow. I think it's the 19th, isn't it? No, Wednesday. Uh, uh, Wednesday, beg your pardon. So, um, yeah, we'll see see what happens there. Uh, from what I've read, he hasn't been selected to play, but you know, it's a good experience for him to be around kids of his own age at an elite level. Absolutely, and it just goes to show the good work I'm doing with Amazing. the youth. And Amazing. obviously, you know, keepers, you've got Granger. Got Sam Sargent seems to be getting good reputation. Yeah. Got Sam Roach as well. And Janata. 
all so, involved in the England level for their actual ages. I'd like to see our conveyor belt actually start producing some players that we can put into the first team. I know Absolutely. a load have gone to Premier League clubs like Arsenal and Chelsea, but really would like to see us try and keep hold of them. They won't get first necessarily get first team football at any of these clubs, but see I'd happens. like to see them come through here. So on Tuesday the 11th of August, um, Andy Hessenthaler, the assistant manager, was, was interviewed and gave his thoughts on the NK Dons game. He said, we pretty much know what we have got to do against them whether they will make any changes from their team from the weekend who knows but it's a good game for us to play in and there's no real pressure on us they are the championship side and we are now the league two side so we can go there work hard and hopefully come away with a win well as it turns out he made 10 changes Carl Robinson I've got to say I love what Hendon says post and pre-match and the same for Hessenthaler kind of distracts all the attention away from the players and kind of puts the pressure elsewhere Yeah, um, I really like that I think that's really clever and really smart so the team was announced for MK Dons away um, some was predicted in our last podcast where I said certain players would be brought in some weren't um, stronger than what I thought so Chizak was in goal defence was Klehesi Sam, Baudry and Dunn uh, midfield was Turgot Moore Pritchard and Cox and up front was Kashka and Palmer yeah. subs uh, quite quite youthful in a way Granger Shaw James Moncur Ling Adabayejo and Simpson yeah. so that was four changes from Saturday yep yeah. Good team. Uh, Dunn came in for Shaw, Turgot came in for James, Cashcut came in for Simpson, and Palmer came in for McCullum. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was a decent side. There's no need to, yep. you know, you can with a decent squad, you can rotate. Decent size squad, you can rotate players just like Carl Robinson did, keep them more fresh. Yeah, because you know the league is important. It's nice to have a cut run, but the league's more yep. important. So we went with the four four two. So Cox was on the left wing, uh, and Turgot was on the right. Interestingly, Gabby Woods not on the bench. Read into that what you will. So, yeah. those are our views. A few of your views from Twitter at Michael Reeves11 said, Seems like a pretty strong team and seems to be a diamond 442. Definitely a different shape orient. Uh, at Ian Manny Rennie John, glad Kashka is starting. Ditto Turgo. Certainly a team that will hold its own, I think. Yeah, and, and we, I think it's come true. Yeah, absolutely. Really. So, first off, um, we actually took the lead in the 36th minute. Um, ball was played into their box uh, and Lewington kind of headed it. Past their keeper who slipped on his ass. Yeah, um, left him, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And we went in one up at half time. And if you remember the league game from last season, hmm. we were like four 0 down after about in like nineteen minutes. Absolutely. So yeah. a vast, vast improvement. So at half time, we're thinking, come on, we might be able to do this. You yeah, know, pull off a shock result. Tennis was announced at five thousand four hundred and forty-four. <laughs> 390 away fans. Great effort. Yeah. For a Tuesday night away game, that's a really good effort. But we've got quite a lot of fans up that way. Absolutely. So second half underway, uh, not much really to note about. Uh, really, I mean, we, we worked really hard by all accounts. It was a good performance from us. We had chances. Um, Absolutely. We had a couple Palmer, of chances that didn't come off. I think Palmer had a, had a few decent chances. We were quite unlucky with one of them. Uh, but another one he maybe should have done better. Eight yeah. first minute, he came off along with Dunn. And Simpson and Shaw came on. And typical Orient, just when you think yeah, home, gonna see the game out. home and dry, in yeah. the 90th minute, uh, they put like in a looping cross and Baldry just heads it past Chizak into the back of his own net and won all. Yeah. And a real game changer, a real game changer. Followed one minute later by a decent MK Don's move. They got the ball out wide, got it to Carl Bako, just smashed it in past Chizak. We were quite unlucky because there, there was a last-ditch tackle on, him, on Baker. Yeah. Just missed him, just didn't get there on time. 2-1. But to be fair, you know, I'm happy to be out of that cup. I said it last week. I, the League Cup to me does not matter at all. And if it means we keep more players fit 
mm. and they're fresher for the Saturday league games and the Tuesday league games and I'm fine with that we've done ourselves proud only lost 2-1 we're quite unlucky to come out on the losing side. Yeah, very unlucky. That's, yeah. that's the only negative from that is that we came out quite cruelly. We got we got defeated two one. So, Ian Hendon said, "I'm making no excuses. I don't have to against a championship club. Our performance was superb. Saturday is the important one, and hopefully we can go out and perform like that again." Yep. So moving on from what we just said about Hendon, again, perfect thing to say after a match after Agreed. a defeat. You know, played really well. Unlucky, but it didn't, almost. You know, but we go on to Saturday and put in the focus immediately. On to the next game. Yeah. Um, so we couldn't be there, but Matt Bristow was. So Matt does a blog, um, really good blog. He does it via Twitter. He puts it on Facebook. He puts it on the forum. Yeah. Um, a great read. So he was there. He gave us his player ratings. Yep. And um, some some pretty good um, detailed accounts. Of their yeah. Performances. Absolutely. But we're gonna just give give numbers out here. So Alex Chisak, he gave a seven point five. Yep. Sean Glahesi seven. Connor Essam seven point five. Matt Baldry seven. Alan Dunn, 7.5, uh, Blair Turgo, 7, Sammy Moore, 7, Pritchard, 8, Dean Cox, 8, Kashkit, 8, Ollie Palmer, 7, and with the substitutes of Fraser Shaw, he gave a 7, Jay Simpson, 7.5. I think we should mention his summary. Yeah. So uh, he, he just summarised it, it said, we played a 4-4-1-1 system, which worked for large parts of the game, uh, discipline and organisation was integral to the performance, Pritchard and Moore looked good together, but Mr. Parser alongside them where James would normally fit in. Yeah. Good point, good yeah. point. Uh, Cox worked very hard, which at times fans would say was unlike him, but he really did play well. Cash kit is a very viable option in the second half of games. Uh, so probably just to clarify the Cox comment, because I know Dean listens, it's probably not that Dean doesn't work hard, it's just he works hard at what he does best, but I don't think he necessarily chases down everything that he could. I think he's possibly where he's coming from. So... Um, you know, everyone is closing everything down now. Yep. I noticed um, that at Dagenham yesterday that everyone is like, if you're closest, it looks like you're, you're tasked to go and close that man down. Yep, fine. Um, so, Kashkut, yeah, matured a lot in the last year and will pick up a fair few goals this season. I've got to say, I, I kind of agree with Matt's summary there with yeah. Kashkut. He's looking bigger, he's looking better, and thanks for your player ratings. And yeah. if you go to any away games this season that we can't go to, um, feel free to send us in your player ratings and we will mention them because yeah. obviously we can't be at every game. No, and everyone's got a different opinion and different view. Absolutely. So like I said, I'm happy to be out of that cup and I'm glad that it didn't go to extra time for us to then get a defeat. Um, and like I said, Hendon impresses me. He says all the right things at all the right times. Yeah, I agree with most of what you say there actually. Um, although it wouldn't have, it would have been quite nice. We would have got Luton, we would have got Luton's number I think and we'd have got Stoke. Yeah, at home. So it would have been nice to have had a prem club come down for the for the for the gate money, if nothing else. But yep. I'm glad it didn't go into extra time to then make yes. them knackered for for Dagenham. So 100% agree. Absolutely. So we received an email from Christine Dewis, who sits near us in the South Sand, summarising the MK Dons game, and she said, "Well, how lucky were MK Dons? I personally thought uh, they never deserved that win. The first half was even. Uh, they were definitely no better than us. And Bo and Bodich gifted us a goal. I presume that's their goalkeeper." Uh, no, Dean Bowditch. Yeah. No, don't know uh, defender, I think. Fine. Um, second half, we were far better. You can see Cox's class. And Kashkit worked his little socks off. And Pritchard was yet again good. Moore took a time to get used to, but he began to find his way. I really thought we would do it. But Robinson knew that a change of, of all three subs would seal it. An own goal by Baldry, which was a good goal. Uh, and now two yellows to his name. I feel for him, but he'll be okay. We were the better side, but... 
be sure of that. We should have won. It's a cruel game, but the league is what's important. Glad I win. It was a nice, easy journey for us. And as I found out, quite a few Orient fans live out this way. Onwards we go to Dagenham and Redbridge. Amen. Amen. So I think it sums up and sort of echoes some of the thoughts that yeah. that, that we have as well. Absolutely. So Stratis Boy or uh, uh, at Stratis Boy tweeted us and said, "Our bread and butter is the league. You don't make money in a Mickey Mouse cup. Three point Saturday is all that matters." Yeah. At David underscore Matic said, "Harsh result tonight. So close. Still, cup wins are a bonus. Getting back to League One is what's important." At Craigie Dowding, onwards and upwards. Three points on Saturday is what matters. Yeah, at Gingery ID 81 said, gutted. A performance that deserved so much mm. more. Undeserved 100%. Big game Saturday. Play like that and we will win easy. Love it. Good uh, At PankP007. I know that promotion and gelling the new team are priorities, but an incy wincy <laughs> cup run would be nice. Occasionally. So, yeah, a lot of positivity in defeat there. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. Happy. Like and I'm sure it. when our first defeat comes, like when we went on the eight game unbeaten run at the start of the season yeah. a couple of seasons ago, it will come at some point. Absolutely. You know, it has to. No so, one's So day after, Wednesday twelfth of August, happy birthday to twenty eight year old Dean Cox. Hope you had a good one. Um and in addition to Arthur Janata, Sam Roach gets selected for a two day England goalkeeping camp that starts next Wednesday at the University of Warwick. And again, like we said, another keeper coming through from the youth. Yeah. So great to see. Great yeah. to see. And then a strange one on Wednesday evening after the MK Dons game. Yeah, strange but welcome. Orient put a statement out saying they've written to a complaint to MK Dons regarding the O's fans being put in the upper tier for the League Cup game when the club feel our fans should have been housed in the lower tier, obviously closer to the pitch. Yep. Um, well played, Orient. Yeah, well I mean, played, guys. I absolutely agree. Although some people would argue that that's their away section. And, it, and it, whether it's home or whether it's um, cup or league, that's the away section. Because they're in the champ now, maybe that's a ruling they have to have, and you know, a dedicated away section. And they said, okay, well, we're going to have it there. So whether it's cup or league, that's what they're going to do. I think they were just being awkward, but Probably. it's it, but it's their ground, and they can put you wherever they want. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're going to get any compensation back. I don't think I don't know what's we're not going to get anything back. So I know why they're complaining. A fair, a fair play to them for complaining, but I don't think there's going to be any kind of outcome. And then Kadons will continue to do that, I guess against teams who they don't really like yeah. and us being one of them um, Thursday 13th of August Leighton Orient Trust pull it out of the bag again as Dean Cox and Matt Baldry turn up to meet kids at summer at score in Leighton so again great work in the community Neil Taylor and yeah. Howard Gould do amazing job and again it's never been more important than this upcoming season obviously with West Ham moving in um, and taking over and getting out to seeing the kids and, and encouraging them and just putting Orient in their head really absolutely um, absolutely thought it sounded like brainwashing done. or some sort of sadistic psychological <laughs> warfare going on but no it, it, it's, it's absolutely right yep <clears throat> Friday the 13th of August uh, sorry 14th of August uh, rumoured that Joby McEnough will sign for Blackburn Rovers there was an article a very small article I hasten to add in the sun um, he'd been training with them all week yep. um, it's probably just his agent doing this whether Ooh. or not he wants to move away or not we don't know because no one's told us and we'll find out when he signs for someone I wholeheartedly disagree he'll be off this week you reckon yeah but because I think it works for him and it works for Hendon he's on a massive wage Hendon has won two out of two he's happy with his shape Joby's not featured in any league games or any cup games I think, it, I think he'll be gone this week yeah I think he'll be gone bench. and yeah. obviously get him off your wage bill and you could probably bring in someone on quite a high wage because I, I don't know how much Joby is on, but it's got to be a fair whack. I think the president's covering his wage. Yeah. So, um, but I think the wages have got to fit in with with everybody else's. So yeah. I don't think we'll be signing any any marquees. 
Ooh, we'll see. marquee signings. So, we'll see. The youth team, again, yep. after beating um, someone last week 4-1, one again, uh, beat Northampton 2-1. Christian Awusu scoring both goals. That's four in a, a week for him. Well done, young man. Yeah, well done. Keep that Brilliant. up, mate. Keep you'll that be, up. You'll see be sitting you, on yeah. the bench. Absolutely. Soon enough. Absolutely. So the uh, announcement uh, was made that the JPT tie away to Luton will be played on Tuesday the 1st of September and it'll be a 7.15 kickoff. Yeah, and also it's quite cheap tickets. I think it's £12 for adults, but I think if you're on under 16 and if you go on an adult, I think it's three quid. Okay. Oh, it's free. Okay. Which is great. So if you can, get down there. It's a bit local, I guess. It's local-ish. It's doable. It's within an hour of London yep. by train. So yeah, absolutely. Might try and get to that. Yep. And Saturday 14th of August, which was yesterday. Um, again, a bit of a birthday week, a bit of a theme going on at the moment. Happy yeah. 58th birthday to Errol McKellar. Can't believe it. What a great man. What an inspiration. Had him on the podcast a few times. Um, and yeah, he's just Great a- guy. Just a genuinely <laughs> enthusiastic yes. guy. Um, and he's doing a great job with his prostate cancer uh, promotions as well. And there was the um, the match, the charity yep. match, a, a few weeks ago as well. So yep. happy birthday, Errol. Hope you had a good one. Yeah. Uh, also on Saturday, uh, Harry Lee joined Welling United on a month's loan. So good luck to Harry there. Hope he does well. Absolutely. Good and the see. big one, uh, apart from Graham Levy's stag, yeah, uh, yeah was um, Dagenham away. So the team was announced. Uh, not too many surprises, I thought. Um, Chizak and goal. And the back four, Shaw, Essam, Baldry, Clehesi. Uh, midfield was James, Moore, Pritchard and Cox with McCallum and Simpson. So looking at that, I think that's going to be the first <coughs> choice, choice 11 unless somebody comes in. Um, on the bench, Granger, Dunn, Ling, Moncur, <coughs> Turgot, Kashka and Palmer. And again, Woods not on the bench. No. Um, read into that what you will, but absolutely, uh, we had hospitality for that game for for Graham's uh, part of his stag, um, and Woods was sat behind us. Behind you, I didn't go. Yeah, behind yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So he was sat behind me with some of the other sort of friends, family of the players, and people that weren't playing. So yeah, interesting, very interesting. And Lloyd James, it was his hundredth start for the club. So well done, Lloyd. Well played. Um, and then the game started, 19th minute, Cox done really well to turn the ball back into the box. Um, and McCallum's there, onside, he looked onside, but I've only seen it from one angle, but no one was near him. And yeah. he kind of back flicks back, his head. Yeah, similar to what Kevin Lisby did pre-season. Yes, very, yeah, yeah. And we go 1-0 up, McCallum gives it the old salute. <laughs> salute. Like, it was I, a good like. goal, it was a clever goal, because he had the presence of mind to just flick it back enough that, that it would beat the keeper and it was good. I mean, their keeper was atrocious. I've got to say, McCallum gets into very good positions. One thing I will say about him, he's, he seems to anticipate, a bit like Lisby, where the ball's going to end up going and gets himself in the space away from a defender. Yeah. I've only watched him play... He's a clever a, player, isn't One he? match, so maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, but yeah. the highlights will tell you that as well. Absolutely. And, and, his, and his goal scoring, two, yeah. two and two, you know, is, is, is a Very form. good. Uh, 28th minute, a penalty was given for a handball from a Baldry header. So, ball comes in, Baldry heads towards goal, and it smacks the hand of uh, one of their defenders. So, Lloyd yeah. James steps up. Uh, you've probably all seen the videos on YouTube, uh, on Twitter rather. Uh, he steps up, send Cousins the wrong way, and smash the penalty into the bottom right corner, 2 0 Orient. I've got to say, I don't think it was a very good penalty. I think if the keeper kind of stays where he doesn't move too early, it's an easy save. So, yeah, I think about, say that about any penalty. Unless you're going top corners. But it, it literally wasn't in the corner. It was like just off centre, almost. Or like halfway in between the corner and the middle. Looking it back at a certain angle that someone put up on Twitter, I thought, well, it, well he scored, 
But a better keeper might have just waited the second longer to, to read him a bit more. Right. But I'm not moaning. He no. scored. And two at nil. Half, at half time, we go in 2 0. Yep. Fairly comfortable, I would say, the first half. Oh, absolutely bossing it. Absolutely bossing it. Nosworthy and their other centre back were atrocious. They looked frightened. Heads dropped Good. after the second goal, uh, after the penalty went in. Yep. And I don't think Dagenham and Redbridge ever really recovered. And, and it's times like that where you're playing so well and you're closing things down and your movement and your passing is really good that you don't want half-time to come. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas Dagenham would have wanted it to have come about 10 yeah, minutes yeah. before. So, yeah, great um, great game, great first half. Attendance um, announced at 3,336 with 1,456 away fans. What amazing. an effort. That what whole an effort. South, that whole stand behind the goal and that section to the side of it and standing was just packed. Yep, absolutely. absolutely packed. And 56 minutes... Uh, we sealed a game essentially. Cox yeah, put it to bed. It was what was needed. Yeah, Cox, beautiful free kick. If you go through our Twitter account or many other Orient accounts, you'll see that goal from many other angles of where people filmed it. You know, we've got it from behind the goal. We've got it from side. Uh, to all the different stands. From that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone from the great strike, and you yeah. can see what it meant to all the team. Dino runs off straight into the corner. You know, straight into the corner flag. Everyone goes to salute him. And again, really emphasising that kind of togetherness and that spirit. But a great free kick. Well played, Dino. Yeah. Superb free Superb kick. Superb free kick. As soon as he struck that, it's gone sweetly over the wall and it's just yeah. nestled in the top left corner. It was a Superb. beautiful free kick. Superb. Um, so he scores that and then um, two minutes later, Alex Chisek pulls out an amazing fingertip save. An amazing fingertip save to deny Dodge, who had been rubbish all game. Um <laughs> And, and literally just tips it past the post. I don't think he had much right to, to get that, to be honest yeah. with you, but he's just leapt and got his finger to it and it's just pushed it round the post. I know we've said it before on the podcast, but Chizak is a very good League One goalkeeper. How on earth we got him at League Two level is it's, ridiculous, yeah. but we're very happy to have agree. him. Uh, 71st minute, McCallum makes way for mm. Ollie Palmer. Doesn't surprise me, McCallum just passed a fitness test from what I read yeah. and was probably being rested with Tuesday night in mind. Yeah, he's uh, been managed because he had a bit absolutely. of a Absolutely. Uh, and the same in the 80th minute Alan Dunn come on for Baldry who picked up a bit of a knock yeah turns out he's twisted his ankle yep so he was limping quite right quite a bit so it's right touch and go you'd say yeah but look at that we've got a, 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 you know our, our main central defender coming off for, for Alan Dunn who is a very very yep. very good central defender good point good point so it's just the strength and depth on the benches is really the point and then a few minutes later Jay Simpson comes off for Blair Turgo yep it's good that these young players are getting on the pitch at a comfortable position where there's yeah. no pressure on him at 3 0 when he eight seventh minute, he can play and not really yeah. worry about making a huge mistake and get that if he's back. Uh, 90th minute, I guess somebody lost taken away from the win as Curitan scores a really decent goal actually. I thought it was a really good finish. It was a very clever finish. Yeah. He's a very clever player and yeah. he looked dangerous in, in at certain parts in the game. When he got on, when he got into he made good uh, when he got into good positions, he yeah. made sure that he got a shot away. Yeah, good goal. Um, and it, it was a good goal. It was a very clever goal. The, the cross comes over and he just sort of flicks it with his back to goal. He kind of sort of flicks on the twist yeah, yeah. and flicks it into the goal past Chizak. Really good goal and, and fair play to him for that. He's probably no less than what he deserved. But yeah. prevented us from going top. Not that you yeah, should look absolutely. at the now. Yeah, took a goal, goal away. Difference. I only see matches in. But yeah, good point. So the match finished. Um, 3-1. Hendon said. Um, credit to them, the players. And the staff, they're working hard and the results are coming. Uh, he also said he was disappointed not to keep a clean sheet. Mm. For me, that's brilliant. You know, we conceded a 90th minute goal, which was a good goal, and he still gets that point in about keeping clean sheets and about what his expectations are. I really like that. That's a good That's a good sign of very high standards. Um, I really like that. And then about Joby, uh, obviously the, after the story came out on Friday, he said if the lad can go and play in the championship, why would you stop him? 
if he can go there and get fixed up brilliant and good luck to him, I'll try and help him to do that if that's what he wants. So sounds like Joby's probably <clears throat> Gonna be on, his, on way. his way. Yeah, so that just sort of covers my point earlier about his agent just making a story up. It's obviously not his agent doing that, yeah. although his agent's probably trying to get him a move, so he obviously wants out. Yeah, and so. also in our Predictor League that's taken the Twitter world by storm and thanks for all your predictions they're amazing um, quite a few winners this week Yeah. so congratulations to at Simon Bernstein at Peter LOFC at Matt Bristow Matt Bristow called two of the goal scorers and almost called the third did he? yeah he called McCullum Cox and he said Essam instead of uh, James so he almost called called every scorer wow. at Joe Watts 9 I might ask him what the lottery numbers absolutely, are absolutely yeah at LOFC Chaz at George Girks at JN Crane, at Angel Davis 2412, and at Sham24. You said 3 1. Well done. Well done. We yeah. move on to Tuesday. You all go joint top of our league, along with the four previous winners from last week. So no, there's no, no one, crossover. No crossover. No one with a 100% record. All to play for on Tuesday, and we look forward to your scores coming in. And when it starts to get partway through the season, we'll start publishing the tables. So Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, just to sort of give our views on, on things, really, I really uh, really thought that was such a great performance from Orient. Dagenham were very poor, but I think we made them play poor. And I was interviewed on, because uh, I was sat a few rows in front of the media section, which is a very cramped little area, um, but um, Dave Victor asked me, is it Orient being brilliant or Dagenham being really bad and yep. I said to him I said I think to be honest with you Dave I said I think it's a bit of both yep. you know we are really taking our game to them we had two off the bar in the post um, several scrambled away from the in, uh, from inside the 18 yard box we created lots of good chances Connor Essam great crosses into the box from the right burning up and down that pitch Pritchard another great performance closing things down you know Lloyd James just sitting back and pinging the ball across the pitch Dean Cox chasing everything down Ollie Palmer when he comes on he works really really hard Palmer to close everything down he doesn't let the defenders sit and and and, and and play out from the back he's going there and he's chasing it and closing it down it's brilliant so you know we kept a good shape at all times you know we weren't um, ever found to be in a situation where we were you know two on one with, with one of our defenders so they never really looked threatening with a better team maybe we'll see but you know you can only play what's in front of you and, and that's that's exactly what we did Absolutely so and they're lots of talking to each other lots of encouraging yep. lots of communication um yeah, I thought it was just an absolutely fantastic performance um, from from everybody really, and Pritch in particular gets wicked gets around in, uh, you know, arousing uh, a comment from me really. I, I think he's brilliant. Brilliant, cool. So your yeah. player ratings, is it, mate? Yeah, so I gave uh, Chisak an eight point five. Um, some brilliant, brilliant saves from him. Good commanding keeper in the box. Sure, I gave a seven. Just it, it wasn't bad. It was yeah, just yeah. because he didn't really have much to do. Right, okay. Uh, and there was nothing really outstanding. So I think the average was seven because he was good. He was effective, but yeah. didn't really have much else to do. Um, I gave Essam an eight. He won everything in the air. Everything he went for is heading. Yeah. Good anticipation. Baldry, eight. Clahessi, eight and a half. Good. I like, um, I like looking at Clahessi. Bombs forward and he's got a good cross in him. He, yes. he could be a a good attacking defender but not be very good with every the cross he put in was threatening yeah. yeah absolutely agree um, midfielders Lloyd James was 7.5 which people might think is a bit harsh but other than the penalty he, he pinged a few good passes about but again it was a, it was a complete it was an accomplished performance it wasn't anything particularly outstanding um, Moore as well 7.5 Pritchard 8.5 Cox 9 that goal his work rate his good. enthusiasm his encouragement everything McCullum 8.5 
um, for his intent, yeah, just basically, and, and Simpson an eight as well. Subs, I gave Dunn a seven, pa- uh, Turgo a seven, and Palmer 7.5. Fine. So thanks for your ratings there. Decent. Thank you. Decent. So um, express yourself. So we started it last season, had good response. So we're going to continue it this week, um, and it returns. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So like we said, it returns. So uh, we've got loads of, we got I think a couple big emails, uh, loads of tweets, and we've got a voice memo. So the voice memo is from at Forza Orient. Yep. So that's what? Jack. Yeah. So he said he emailed us saying sterling work as ever. Keep it up. The pods are a key factor in why why the support has been so on the money for the boys. Keep the positive vibes going. All the best, Jack. And, and this is what Jack had to say. Oi, oi, Jack Harrison here, also known as Forza Orient on Twitter. Just wanted to say how liberating it is to have fullbacks that bomb forward and get crosses in. I think I've seen more crosses in the first two games than I saw all of last season. I think that's going to be a crucial factor in us storming the league this season. Up the ace. I like it. Great point. Yeah. Great point. Very I like what we say. Clehesse can put in a decent cross. Essen puts in a decent cross. Shaw likes to get forward. Mm. Cox is obviously a very good cross with the ball. Togo, when he gets on, will be looking to cross the balls on the box. That's some great, great deliveries. Yeah. It would be great 100%. for forwards playing that team because you know you're going to get the service. And that's the key <coughs> thing, isn't it? That is the key thing. So we also had an email from Cliff Wesson. Um who emailed us in and said, Hi guys, what a good positive start to the season. At the Dagenham game, it was obvious to see how much belief and confidence Hendon has installed in the squad. If there are any Orient fans who need proof of this, then look no further than Pritchard. Let's face it, he's had to face a lot of stick from some uh, from fans, some unfairly, basically because he was being played out of position and also he was low on confidence. This season, he's a transformed player. Not only has Hendon got him playing in his correct position, but he got him playing with confidence and belief. And wow, it really shows. As all I can say is that he's been totally outstanding so far this season. And long may that continue. You can see the belief and togetherness in the squad. For example, when Simpson was substituted, he slapped hands with one player, but then Pritchard came jogging over to him to do the same. As to say, well done mate, we're in this together. Uh, it's very early in, into the season for us to get carried away, but surely if this feel-good factor remains in the squad for the whole season, then I see no reason why we won't be pushing for promotion. I have to also say, very clever by Cox to knock the ball forward at the free kick when the ref's back was turned, counting out the 10 yards for the wall. Without doubt, the original place of the free kick was just a little bit too far out of Cox's comfort zone, but the ref's failure to lay down some foam before he counted out the 10 yards allowed Cox to be cheeky and gain an advantage. The ref did move the ball back, but like only two foot, and (laughs) laid down some foam, but Cox still had an advantage which he took with both hands, scoring a great goal. And that goal, actually, incidentally, was towards the away end, so that was even better. Well done, Cox. Cox's clever thinking. Um, also got to be fair and say that was a good goal by Kiriton. Yep, and thanks for your Mark Cliff, and yep. we look forward to uh, you chauffeuring us around, driving us around uh, later in the year. Yeah, as you are the official as when is required. Podcast chauffeur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and another email from David Sears, who said, "Hi lads, can't send my recording in, so I thought I'd uh, message you instead. Thought the side looked great yesterday. <clears throat> Clahessy was superb again." as was Pritchard. McCallum and Simpson look a great partnership, and whilst I think Coxie seems more up for it than ever than ever before, long may this continue, and look forward to the next podcast. So, again, you know, 
we seem to be getting lots of lots of emails and tweets about Cox's work ethic and just generally the spirit in the squad. Also, more tweets coming in from you after the match at Boatsy. So winning breeds confidence and we are looking great. Comprehensive, clinical and confidence. Hashtag togetherness. At George Orient. Daggers were poor, but Orient could be a real joy to watch this season. Yep. At Jay Paisy said, perfect start. Dramatic difference since last year. Yep, Agreed. I agree with you there. Yeah. At TCW012 said, really pleased with our season start. We've got, we have got a proper club. But, wait, there is a big problem looming. Football on five. <laughs> <laughs> At Sam Harbour 97 said, convincing win. Long way to go, but we can only beat what is in front of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. At Chris Kane underscore 1992 said, convincing performance. Shame about Matty, but Alan Dunn is more than sufficient cover if needed. Yeah, good point. But then straight after that, unrelated to that tweet, another tweet came in from at Simon Bedford, who said, good performance, but shows we need more cover. Dunn can't cover defence midfield on his own. Yeah, Again, absolutely. Yeah. So there probably will be reinforcements. At yeah. David underscore Mattock said, another great win for the mighty O's. Let's keep it going. Yeah, at King at Baggy King said, great result. Happy old Hendon. He needs to address the last minute goals. At today and at MK Dons, we need to be prepared to win for 100 minutes. Good point. At Leighton James too. Sorry, but how good was Dean Cox's free kick? Plus he won me 20 quid. Yep, well, well done Leighton on your, on your win. I'm sure Dean will be pleased for that. <laughs> and finally, at Rob underscore Ness underscore Scythe. So a big result against the local rival. Great start to the season. Let's keep it going on Tuesday. See you in the South Stand. Thanks to um, yeah no absolutely um, thanks to Ben LOFC who keeps the Orient unbeaten <laughs> shot streak going. Uh, also vids from at Joe ninety Williams at S Churchill at Glen LOFC and at Billy Herring zero three, and we did ours. Yeah, we did. So all great videos, all available on our Twitter timeline. Uh, Billy Herring doing it on his honeymoon, amazing. And Top I, man. And I believe Joe Williams is in. Not in the UK, you're always doing it from somewhere abroad. So okay, ours is dark because we were in a in a bar nightclub dingy type bar. Yep. place. It wasn't dingy; it was perfectly fine. So on Tuesday night, if we go unbeaten, send us your videos. We'll aim to do it again. But obviously, my wife's about to give labour at some point, so I might not be there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be the solo, am I? Absolutely, I'm be the lone ranger. But you know, drink responsibly. Just yep. you know, in case any parents have children listening, it's not cool to Absolutely. just drink randomly. So positives. So uh, three positives from this week, although there were loads. So we've managed to combine a few. Another compelling performance from yeah. Rio. So brilliant um, second there's plenty of togetherness and spirit on, in the team and you can really see that through goal celebrations through substitutions through full time whistles and something that we've touched upon Hendon has done really well Yeah. Uh, and lastly just goals you know goals from all over the pitch McCallum looks like he's going to score consistently Cox is getting in on the action Simpson looks good the midfield look like they can all score James yeah. has got a penalty so both strikers last week one striker and two midfielders this week so yeah. they're coming they're, the burden usually falls to the striker but actually it's not it's everybody yeah and the service around them again just brilliant like we yeah. said Absolutely, we're looking more dangerous on corners as well. Absolutely. But only one negative this week, um, and that's uh, Matthew Baldry's um, injury to his ankle. It's a twisted ankle, so he may well be rested rather than risk him. Alan Dunn's a perfectly good cover, so shouldn't be a problem. Absolutely. Hero of the week this week is going to be for the man who's just made his 100th appearance for Leighton Orient, scorer of the penalty. Yeah, I'd say friend of the podcast, I spoke to him. Couple of times, he, you know, <laughs> in passing, hi, fr- friend of hi the players Lord. and all that. Hi, Lord. <laughs> so yeah, well done to Lloyd James. Lloyd James. Well done, buddy. Well done, dude. Well done, mate. 
So coming up this week, the O's have two matches in League 2. Can we make it four out of four? Um, well, we'll start on Tuesday night by trying to beat Stevenage at home. Obviously managed by Teddy Sheringham. Stevenage have had a bit of an iffy start. They um, are 19th in League 2. They got one point, which they got from drawing two at home to Newport uh, yesterday. And then next Saturday, we go away to Newport. Um, and again, likewise, they've had an iffy start to their season in League 2. They're currently 20th with one point, and they drew away. Uh, talk to Stevenage at the weekend right. so again you look at those two teams you go right we've got to spank them we should be rolling that, that, those over and that's if we right. can get two wins from those matches four out of four that's when it's you know perfect start really perfect Absolutely. start Absolutely. so the league has started a decent weekend uh, for the O's um, it started really well for us the forwards are scoring the midfield and the defence are working hard Chisak's been immense morale and spirit are back two league matches two wins and you can't ask for a better start than that, really. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode 41. As always, as we said at the start of the show, um, get in touch with us at Orient Outlook. Email orientoutlook at outlook.com. If you've got any opinions or views contrary to whatever we've um, mentioned here with anybody else, feel free to get in touch with us. Yeah. Um, and um, thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you next week where we'll have two games to talk about again. And um, up the O's. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good week. Have a good week. Up the O's.